Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host. I am the Clydesdale. We like to do fitness and these are my friends. Got Amy Radowski, Charlie Odie with me today. And uh, these two did a comp. We talked about the prepping for that comp last week. So how did it go? I think it went well. I had a great time. It did was... You? I did have a great time. I was anxious. I mean, I always am anxious to compete, but it was like the hottest day ever that I drank two gallons of water the day before. Serious. Yes. And the amount of times she went missing was bar none the most I've ever seen in a person over the age of six. Well, there is that because I do... I was well hydrated, so I needed to go to the bathroom many times. And then many, many other competitors will attest to this, that there's also nervous peas. So, and already having a full bladder constantly from the two gallons of water, then you have the nervous peas and you need to keep going pee. So that's what was happening. And I would count them. I'd be like, Charlie, I'm going potty again. Yep. Charlie's team was the most well-dressed team of that entire competition. You look good you play good yeah i mean it was a so this whole competition was a master's comp it was a local comp and charlie and three other people from our gym were on this comp together and they had bright neon yellow shirts and their team name was called sweaty med balls mm-hmm. and then the ladies had um green camo leggings and then they had to, the boys wore, or the men wore, excuse me, uh, shorts that were also Lululemon green camo. And it looked well, well put together. So you said, look good, play good. Did it play out that way? Well, it started off that way. <laughs> uh, and then, you know. What had happened was. What had happened was there's this thing that, you know, when you, you exercise, you should be able to breathe. And then when you can't breathe, kind of throws everything off. But I did what I wanted to do was win the first workout because you got to go out hot and you stay hot. And then you Until black you out crash. and then you wake up and it's a bit too. <laughs> Was it a waterfall style? Yes, sir. 
there weren't Which, enough Swedish fish in the building. I was just pounding all the way through a full bag of Swedish fish. Yeah. So we had, well, let me just, just preface this. So this competition had like in the morning, they had like all female teams. So there was like a three person female team and then a three person male team. And then in the afternoon, it was four person team, two males, two females. Um, and so we had some other people from our gym participate in the in the morning and so their workouts were different so charlie and i were both there early and got to watch and cheer on um our other um friends and competitors so that was really cool and just kind of watching some of their events and it was kind of like gray and you know cloud covered by then and then right at about 12 50 when we were getting ready to start it was like here comes the sun hot 90 degrees um and it was an indoor outdoor um comp so our first event was a uh, 2k row switching every 5k and I actually I pulled a little bit of a Charlie because I was feeling some pressure <laughs> because of my teammates and I might have PR'd my, my 500 meters because I was trying to go so fast just to keep up but Charlie and his teammate um, beat us off of the row but I think overall we finished up ahead that's right we did and that's so, how you go hard. So the first scored hard. event was just the 2K row. Yes. Yeah. And then you went into? Males have four minutes. Male partners have four minutes to accumulate as many points as possible in a several gymnastics movements. So it was, um, if you did a weighted pull up of 35 pounds, then you got eight points. Every bar muscle strict. up was strict. Every bar muscle up was seven points, chest to bar was four points, and pull up, I don't know, two points. And then you could do like chest to um, like rows, like with a barbell row. I think that was one point. So you got, you know, four minutes to accumulate, and then two minute transition, and then uh, females went and did the same thing. So, um, Charlie, how what was your muscle ups? I didn't get to watch you during that time, but how did that go for you? I got 21 of them. Muscle-ups? Yes. Did you do anything else or only muscle-ups? That's all I did. And what was cool is his partner got his very first muscle-up just warming up before the event. And then in the event, the anxiety kicked in. And it's like, well. <laughs> and he, he didn't get anything? Nope. Oh, you're kidding. He missed the first one and then it was like. Oh, it was over. He got a little intimidated because the guy across from him was one of they the won biggest the humans I've ever seen in my life at they over 40. The, they did 59 bar muscle-ups. I'm not saying Ricky Garrard might have been there, but Ricky Garrard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did see some video. I did see some video of Charlie's muscle-ups. And they were looking strong. Okay. Now I'm guessing, there. I'm guessing that was early in the 21, maybe like reps one through four. <laughs> it was all right because you were like threes. popping them like just right up oh yeah hardly oh, any press out threes never so really this the, a good strategy for that one like for the females were so uh, my partner and i did we tried to knock out a few weighted pull-ups because we knew that that the number of females that would be able to do that was probably more limited than than the male pool so we tried to knock off a few of those and get you know, eight good eight points on there. And then we both did, you know, several kind of 
reps of um, bar muscle-ups, but really the way to go then to rack up reps was to go chest or points was chest to bar. Um, because, you know, you can get two chest to bar in the time you might get one strict uh, weighted pull-up. And if for some reason, you know, you kind of lost your kip or whatever, and you couldn't get your chest to the bar, at least your chin is still over the bar and you can still get a point for a chin over the bar pull-up. So um, if you were looking for strategy for a future, that would be, that's a good strategy. And then what did it move into from there? The worst event of the entire which this event I was the most excited about on paper. And it was, um, okay, so two partners, male and female partner do a form of DT. And so it was lighter weight, it was 85 and 115, Charlie? Uh, yes. Okay. And um, it was 12 hang power cleans into nine front squats into six shoulder to overhead. Okay, five rounds. So I do a round, my partner does a round and you need to get all 10 rounds within 10 minutes. So that started off real hot. I mean, I love hand power cleans, could do that. But then the grip fatigue after the, the row and the pull-ups just crushed my soul. And I, um, you know, I did my first two whole sets unbroken. And then by the third, I was like, I have to break because I have no grip. Um, and so then there was a two minute transition and then our teammates would take on actual DT, same thing. I go around, you go around, and then yep. they have 12 minutes to complete that. Yeah. How'd that go for you, Charlie? That was special. She is correct on the grip. Uh, those hang power cleans got a little slippy there at the end. Um, almost killed my judge, I think once with the bar. Um, but yeah, so yeah, DT after all that's an interesting uh, decision. Yeah, I mean, it was a grip kill. I mean, if that's what you were programming for, that was good. Then we moved back outside and we got to do like, um, now it was females go and then males go. Was it 10 minute AMRAP? I think it was a 10 minute AMRAP. Yes. And it starts with um, 30 double unders and then um, females had a 70 pound sandbag backwards flip and you had to try to flip it you know all the way towards the end so however many times it took you to keep flipping it and then you had to bear hug lunge that sandbag back so females had 70 pounds to do that males had 110 um that one was just pretty challenging on the quads and we don't do a lot of sandbag practice in general so it was just kind of awkward i was like and that know. turf was quite wonderful at 95 degrees yeah but it was quick i was like once we got to that point i was like oh we actually only have 14 minutes of well 24 minutes of work left yeah so that then that made the things better because it was that 10 minute amrap and then we had a 14 minute time cap for our next one amy, amy said that and at that point in the competition it was like charlie brown's teacher talking because it was like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, great. But I was trying to motivate you to say, once we get there, then we can have a drink because the people that had come in the morning to compete are now like celebrating with beer and watching us. And we're like, I just want to be you. Yeah. But then the last event, which I was mostly dreading, actually turned out to be my favorite event of the whole thing. So at the start of zero, and then every three minutes, the whole team has to stop and accumulate 20 calories on the bike. 
and then it is a chipper for the rest of the way. So, you know, start of three, two, one, go, we have an athlete get on and perform, you know, the 20 calories. And then as soon as they're done, it is 80 partner wall balls at a 10 foot target. Then we got through my partner and I got through 66 of those in that three minute cap and then stop. And then they had to, you know, do the bike again, we finished, and then it moved into uh, box step-ups, weighted box step-ups, one in the front rack, one in the farmer's hold. 60 of those, then 40 burpee box jumps, 20 wall walks, and 10 strict handstand push-ups. So, okay, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, we took my team took second, and I'll tell you what the only reason why we didn't take first because this was interesting. I, I found so they take we had to when we signed our waivers, we had to put our age in the top right hand corner, and they took the age of your entire team and then they assigned points on that category. So that was like an event, and so the the team with the you know highest age overall would get 100 points, and then the team with the lowest got 30 points, and Charlie's team got hundred points. They, they won that event and we had the lowest. And so that's actually what we lost by was that amount of points between uh, first and second. So. Yeah. It's funny. You say like when you were in that event, you saw people celebrating, cheering you on. Uh, I did that event two years ago and my partner started celebrating during the last event. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, when we had, cause there was a sandbag event to finish when I did it and it was, uh, two, male partners run a lap of whatever. I don't even remember what the distance was with a sandbag, come back and you switch. And at that point you get on a bike erg and a row and you accumulate as many meters as you can mm-hmm. through both ergs. Well, on the, on the runs of the sandbag, he grabbed a beer and drank while we were in the middle of the event. Is this sprinkles? No, it was not. Would this be Mikey? It Ken. would be. Oh, Mikey or Ken. I mean. Yeah. yeah. He was now retired so that he can start drinking. From the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, that made it fun for us. Uh, that was yeah. the last competition I've done. So I need to get into another one someday. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a Clydesdale team. That'd be fun. We'll Would in be Pennsylvania somewhere. Yeah. So I uh, I actually went and had my MRI read this last week, um, on my back, and my lower back is getting very much better. They're going to do one more injection in there just to kind of do one more final cleanup, and then we're going to work on my middle back where I have two discs that are uh, protruding, and when I it's preventing me from sleeping. When I lay on my side or back, it sags. And when, when it sags, it drops and hits the nerve. So during the day, it does not affect me. Um, sitting here, I don't even notice it. But with the minute I lie, lay down is when it, it fires up. So going to get that taken care of. And then hopefully I'll be all healthy and ready to really get after it. So hoping so for that and then comp next that? year comp, comp next year is what you're saying yeah yeah let's go right. um we also need did you guys do any uh double unders or jump rope 
Yes. Uh, well, our team did. I my my teammate did not allow me to, but yes. <laughs> we did, and it was interesting because it was on a mat, which kind of killed your jump. Mat. Yeah. So you had to really jump off the ground to get it, which made it very interesting. Yeah, athletes were actually making a comment about doing that on the turf at the games. Oh, I believe it. Uh, that the soft, the softness of the turf and the roughness of the grass would grab the rope if you didn't have a heavier rope. And so, you know, what's really cool is if you go to rxmarkgear.com, yeah. you can get different weights on your rope so that the turf doesn't affect it. Yeah. Sounds like. And you can use the code Clydesdale15 and get 15% off that rope. Uh, so make sure you do that, rxmarkgear.com. Use the code Clydesdale15, get 15% off. Uh, it only excludes new additions and special releases, and they are getting very innovative. We talked last week about their new plyo box. You got to check that out. Inflatable plyo box that deflates and fits in a locker. Um, at soft sides, don't have to worry about ripping the skin off your shin. Uh, I know that uh, that is a very big incentive for me uh, because I have ripped the shins, my shins open so many times I cannot count. But anyway, go check them out, rxmarkgear.com. Uh, we are missing one of the friends today. Uh, Kat is in Fort Wayne, Indiana, setting up for the Masters Fitness Collective, which is going on this weekend. Uh, super excited about that. I'm actually leaving tomorrow morning to head up there myself. Uh, we are going to do, have live coverage from the Masters Fitness Collective. I'm getting my wife involved. She's coming up to be uh, my uh, co-producer, co-host, whatever, uh, to kind of hang out with us and, and uh, do some stuff. And we're going to interview different athletes from live from the Masters Fitness Collective. And one thing, I don't even know if you guys know, they added another division to the Masters for this event. So there is actually a 30 to 34 year old division. Stop it. Interesting. Are those Masters though? Uh, I don't even think 35 is, to be honest with you. I'm going to agree. Yeah. I think that, uh, I don't, I think with all the teenagers coming up so fast, uh, I have heard others, other pundits in this space say that that could push some of the older athletes out faster. Okay. Sure. To me, so, a master's is when you wake up and you're like, I don't even know what that is, but it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you're a master's. I don't think I'd do that at 32. When I, I, think right, I think right now, so many of the open athletes are in their 30s. Yeah. I think for this event, it's it is there is no open field, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just adding a division to get more more people there, um, give people a different division to, to try out. Yeah, that's it. I don't think this is like game changing and will be a games division anytime soon. This is a masters only comp, and they just added that level to bring more people in. Yeah. Uh, but I find it, it's going to be interesting. I'll, you know, next week we'll talk about what it looked like and um, how I'm it curious. I'm curious if you'll recognize anybody um, like newer people that we saw at the games. 
you know, just like even people that were staying at our hotel that might be at this event. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who the participants are. Uh, I haven't got the lineup yet. Um, I do know, I know one person from CrossFit Polaris qualified. Uh, so they're actually going up and I know him personally. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, but that's, that is literally the only person I definitely know of. Mm -hmm. And I know Jen Ryan told us at the games, she was on CrossFit Invictus's team that she, cause she won it last year for her division. And so she got an automatic bid to do it this year and she was going to come do it. But other than that, I don't, those are the only two athletes I know. Mm -hmm. uh, but also this weekend is the team pit fitness ranch competition for the teens only. Um, and I don't, I don't know if that is going to be televised anywhere or anyway. I think the Masters is. Uh, I, from what I've heard, they are going to stream it live. Uh, but I'm not sure about the Team pit, Fitness Ranch. But uh, both of these events started last year when those events got canceled at the Games and have come on pretty strong. And so I think, in my prediction is, eventually a third party is going to take over these divisions at the games uh, to kind of run it. And I think these are just tests to see if these are the people that should and could. Any other things big happening this week? Nope, not for me. Well, tomorrow's a big day here, Charlie. Why? Uh, okay, first football, football game starts tomorrow. Well, speaking of so, our first question, yep. In okay. our questions is, <laughs> and my answer. Our first question <laughs> is: What is your favorite thing about fall? Go, Charlie. It's that foosball. <laughs> that foosball. I hear playing out there, that playing that foosball. Yes. I literally love so many things about fall. Me too. Do you go? Then you guys go. Like no, you go. I'm sorry. I was I was That's just it. saying you, oh yeah, football. That was it. Um okay. I'm gonna say my favorite would be the weather and hiking because that is literally like my favorite thing to do. I love to hike, but I mean favorite time to do it is in the fall. Because yeah, it's pretty I, um... to look at. Yeah, I kind of on your, you know, because hiking is really not my thing, but I love the weather. And the reason I love the weather is it's cool enough to build a fire at night, sit around a campfire, maybe have an adult beverage or two, watch the stars. And there's a smell, the smell of like the, the burnt leaves. Yeah. Like it just has like that. I don't know. I think maybe it's just memories that it brings back, but I love that smell of fall. The obvious answer people would probably think I'd say is football, which I do love and I can't wait for it to start. Um, but I'm more of the pro level, not that OH stuff. Uh, my beloved Chicago well, I, Bears. That, that happens when your team's terrible. You know. <laughs> Excuse me? You don't like to watch your team get beat every week, but it's fine. Uh, my team doesn't get beat every week. Anyway, 
with that, well, I'm sure we'll get into those discussions as the season goes on. Okay. Um, so that's that's it. I think I like all of those things. Yeah. I love when the, the the leaves change too. It just, especially where I grew up in the mountains, it is just gorgeous. Totally. totally. So second question, what is the your favorite place that you have ever dropped in? CrossFit gym wise, not house, not Bill's house out in Colorado, but actually like dropped in. I'm going to say CrossFit Trace Avery, which was in Rome, just because the whole experience. Well, I mean, like the going to being international and knowing that, like, listen, I may not understand a lot of things about your culture, but this is something we can, you know, understand each other on. Um, and so that I just think that overall experience was was really cool and um and I got to go there a couple of times so that I liked it. Charlie I haven't been many places but I'm gonna say we dropped into a CrossFit in Punta Cana which was basically a carport. Um but the reason it was my favorite is because it didn't have the allergens that Ohio has so I could breathe. And I murdered the workout, even though I wasn't fit. But yes, it was literally a carport that we were It really, <laughs> it really was. <laughs> They're like, well, this is closing tomorrow, but you know, you guys can uh, work out. And did it, did it really close the next day? They, they relocated, but not they the relocated. Next. Side note, another gym from Columbus was actually there with us working out. It was so weird. And wow. they were a mess. I think most yeah. of them were drunk at that time, but that's fine. I mean, we probably, some of us probably looked like a mess. <laughs> so I know this is going to surprise you, but I actually have two. Um, the first one is CrossFit Omaha was awesome because I got to meet Stacy Tovar. Uh, I got great instruction when I was there. They helped me with my snatch immensely. Um, did she touch your lower lumbar curve? Uh, she did not. Just. I didn't get to meet her till I was done working out. Um, she came in after the fact, but I've told that story before, but that's one of them. The second one is uh, eighth day CrossFit gym in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, at the time, Alyssa Ritchie was kind of the known athlete out of that gym. Mm -hmm. She was not there when I was there, but I was there for work and my meeting ran late. And so I was, thank God I was in better shape back then. <laughs> I ran from my hotel to this gym. Uh, it was an old like filling station with a uh with a like where the mechanics in the garage and it had a ramp that went from the lower floor up where you drove a car up and around to the top floor yeah the bottom floor was all like introductory crossfit um it was a version of crossfit with no barbells no dumbbells it was all body weight the upstairs was full-on crossfit so i'd run like it had to be like a over a mile to get there and I was like cooking to get there in time and I get there and like well we're gonna do a warm-up run around the building and I was like 
you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so I did it. And then we came back in and I did DT. And it was the only time I've ever done DT RX and beat the 15 minute time cap. Woo! Nice. Um, and I did it by like three seconds. Nice. I'm going to need but that guy was, for our comp in a year. <laughs> but what was crazy is it was on that upstairs part of the, the garage. And every time barbells dropped, the floor shook. Oh, my gosh. And that's all that happens during DT is people are dropping yeah. bars everywhere. So the whole time it's like I'm doing DT in an earthquake. Yeah. Oh, but my grip on that last set was so bad. Like, I, I thank God I was way ahead of pace because like I had to keep dropping because I could not hold on to the bar. Yeah. But that was so much fun. And they were a lot of, they were just a good gym. Uh, and they are perennial, perennial like semifinal level team athletes there. Um, but they just really good coaching, a uh, really fun place to be, really cool setup. If you ever get a chance in your Grand Rapids, you got to drop in there. So one bonus question, and it's just a quickie. You know, I have heard that September 1st is today and that pumpkin spice lattes are back at Starbucks. There. So my question to you is pumpkin spice yay or pumpkin spice bleh? Down for me. No, thank you. I'm all in 100%. I used to be an all-in, and now I can't stand it. Oh I think over time, like people are rushing it, and it's it's uh, it tastes fakier to these days than it used to. Fakier. All year. Mm. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I like pumpkin flavor in general, though. Like just pumpkin. Like I'll I, make stuff with pumpkin. Like pumpkin pies. Yeah, but even like I'll make pancakes and put pumpkin. Pumpkin pancakes? Yeah, I like pumpkin flavor generally. I just, I think like everybody just throws nutmeg in and calls it pumpkin. Yeah, that's not. Um, pumpkin like pie when, spice. Which like has. When you go to Circleville and you get like the pumpkin donut and the pumpkin, like I think that stuff's good because it's actual like pumpkin and they're celebrating the pumpkin for the pumpkin fest. But this fake stuff now. Well, I can just appreciate pumpkin all year. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, at this point of the show, uh, we tell you who we're going to have on next week. And so what I've decided to do is we're going to be at the Masters Fitness Collective this weekend. So in that theme... We are going to bring you a master's champion from the CrossFit Games on Monday. And her name is Kelly Friel. Uh, she is the 40 to 44-year-old master's champ. She is a two-time silver medalist moving into her first time as a champ. And we discuss on the podcast how that is the same trajectory as Matt Fraser and Tia Toomey. And so we expect her now to win four more in a row. And I don't think she was on board as much as we were. Sorry. 
<laughs> you just sneezed yourself was, right off of mute. I thought I was still on mute. Sorry. And uh, so she she basically said she has to get through. She'll be 40. She turned 44 right after we interviewed her. And so she'll be the oldest in this division next year. And then if she can get through that, then she becomes the youngest again. And she thinks she'll do okay. So, but you got to check that out. She is really funny. She is from the UK. Her accent is awesome. And uh, there's a great story about her appearing on television and how uh, in great, in the UK, they call that the telly. Mm -hmm. Her name is Kelly. And I'm just going to make you tune in to hear how that all goes and the poem and the rhyme that come after that. So check that out on Monday. <clears throat> With that, we are to our favorite thing from the internet. And I know someone is dying to give hers. So we're going to let Amy go first. Well, I'm going to talk about my favorite thing because, but I have to give somebody credit for the reference that I'm going to use to discuss it. Okay. So I want to talk about what is now, I think, considered the fire festival of football. And that is, you know, right? I do. <laughs> the Sycamore Bishop from Columbus, Ohio, getting on ESPN. <laughs> and they literally, high school team, which this school like basically doesn't exist. Although if you go research about it, it will say like the, the founder said, there's an academic component, component, but it's not, um, it's not licensed by Ohio Department of Education. It's not even listed as a charter school. And the reason why it's not listed as a charter school is because they said that they have strong religious beliefs that it, they didn't wanna be in a charter school area. Um, they cannot find like a mailing address for this place. And they got themselves on ESPN to play IMG and they lost what? Zero to 56, 58? 57, nothing. And I <laughs> just think it's like this whole thing is hysterical. So I'm going to give credit to Jesse Ramirez. And if you want to follow him on Instagram, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesse Ramirez, uh, who... I coach with who was like it is the fire festival they literally lied until they got caught and i just i can't stop laughing about it and my dad just ordered my son a shirt a sweatshirt with that on there for him to wear so even better is the men playing for this team were not of high school age right like 23 right and uh i was listening to pat mcafee talk about this and he's like it's a problem when your quarterback looks 40. <laughs> like, how does nobody win. question? They couldn't even beat the high school team, though. <laughs> they couldn't even score. Right. And, and at one point, the announcer's like, this is just not safe. And then they were like, oh, number 54 is down. Uh, we don't have a number 54 on the roster here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's just mind-boggling. So that's that was my favorite thing on the internet. Charlie, what you got? Uh, we've we've had a couple refer, uh, wrestling references on here, so I'm going to talk about. Uh, there's a show on Stars called Heels that uh, is actually very good 
It's a good watch. I'm not really sure how they got away with making it because there's some some interesting things that happen in the show. Uh, but yeah, it's a good watch. Heels. It's about wrestling. It's about like an indie circuit wrestling group. Uh, James Harrison's in it, who's 45 and looks like he's 23. He's a freaking um, beast. He is a monster of a human. I have considered getting stars just for that show. Uh, James Harrison was on Pat McAfee. Yeah. And his arm took up half the screen. Yes. He is a massive, massive human at 45 years old. Yeah. Still hope for me. So my, fav- my favorite thing on the internet, since you brought up all this stuff that reminds me of Pat McAfee, is Pat McAfee interviewed Jay Cutler. And a lot of people in Chicago do not like Jay Cutler. I love Jay Cutler. He is the one quarterback in the last 40 years who has given us a shot (laughs) at at least winning some games. And what I love about him, what's that? Probably, probably the greatest quarterback in bears history. Probably no, no lie outside the 1930s. Yes. Um, he talks about, if you don't know, Jay Cutler had a lot of memes done about him, about his sour face, about all this stuff. He was walking the sidelines in Chicago with a camera following him everywhere. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, don't you know, like Fox has me just on you the whole time to catch, to catch the looks. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. He said, so from that point forward, he just embraced it. Like, just throw it down. Um, but he, he's very open and honest. They asked him about, you know, him being known as a gunslinger and how he came up through Vanderbilt. And he's like, listen, we were undermanned in every game. If I don't try to throw balls that I shouldn't throw, we're going to lose by a million. And then when I got to Denver, I actually could rein it in a little bit because we had a lot of talent around us. And then when I got to Chicago, that talent wasn't there anymore until much later in my career. And I had to go back to like, either I try it or we're going to lose. So um, it just was really cool and refreshing. And I don't think he gives, gets the due that is he's due. Um, and so I thought that was awesome. So, and it's a little personal Chicago. Does he talk about Kristen Cavallari? He talks about being Cavallari, the show. Yes. Um, and that it was the easiest money he ever made in his life. Yeah, because he, he didn't in, do shit. <laughs> did his 20 minutes, said, I'm done, I'm out, collected his check and walked away. Okay. Okay. But he actually st- is starting a new podcast uh, called Uncut. And uh, I'm actually interested to see what it is because he is super intelligent. If you don't know, he had like a full academic scholarship to Vanderbilt plus a football scholarship, a super smart guy, engineer. Um, and uh, yeah. That's well, that's good to hear because you know, I, everything you see on TV is completely an accurate picture of somebody's life, but that was not the impression that I got from watching him on it. Yeah. I think he was made out to be that way by her. Cause that is her show. He was just oh, a co-star. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure I don't have an accurate picture. But. And they have since divorced. Yes. So, yeah. Well, with that, anything else, guys? 
We will see you next time. Oh, thank you, RX Mark here. Clydesdale 15, rxmarkgear.com, 15% off your order. Subscribe, like, comment, um, all those things. It really does help us. We don't just say this. It The more you like it, the more you comment, the more you subscribe, the more we move into algorithms for other people to see us. So please do that for us. We would so appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.